A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible Irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Thank you for listening to this Last Blast podcast by The Intercooler. Now, before we get started, I just want to take a moment to thank Footman James for sponsoring Last Blast. As you know, at The Intercooler, we only partner with like-minded organizations, with companies that we think really understand what it means to be a car enthusiast. Footman James fit into that perfectly. I know this because when talking to them before making this recording, they said to me, please don't talk about car insurance, which I think says a lot. So instead... I'm just going to give you a couple of reasons why Footman James is different to other car insurance companies. Coffee and Chrome, for one thing. That's Footman James' regular car meet. It's free to attend once you're registered. It's where hundreds, if not a thousand, car enthusiasts get together with their classics to enjoy and share their passion for cars. Footman James also publishes its indicator report. It's a thorough analysis and a detailed report into the state of classic car ownership in this country. The point is to promote and safeguard the future of classic cars in the UK. So there you go, two good reasons why Footman James is different to other car insurance companies. So thank you, Footman James. Go and visit footmanjames.co.uk. Hi, everybody. Dan Prosser here. I'm about to play you a 15-minute extract from our most recent Last Blast podcast. This episode is with... Le Mans winner and hypercar test driver Andy Wallace. Um, he's a brilliant guy, great company, uh, really generous with his time. He's got so many stories to tell. Um, and also he's just done stuff in cars that most of us could only imagine doing, such as 300 miles an hour in a Bugatti. He makes for a brilliant podcast guest. Um, you'll learn that from this extract. If you want to listen to the full thing, which is more than an hour and a half long, um, first of all, you'll need to be a TI subscriber. But once you've done that, or if you're already subscribed, um, you'll need to head to the Intercooler app or our website, the-intercooler.com, where you'll be able to listen to the entire Andy Wallace Last Blast podcast which I really recommend that you do because he's just a brilliant guy to listen to. So here, um, this is an extract from it. Um, This is him talking about racing at Le Mans for the first time in very fast, very powerful 
Le Mans cars with massive downforce. Um, yeah, it's quite extraordinary, really. So enjoy this extract. For the full thing, head to the Intercooler app or the-intercooler.com. You're listening to The Last Blast podcast by The Intercooler. I did get a call from, from TWR, and they were looking for one extra driver for, for Le Mans for 1988, because they were running five cars, and they had a lot of fantastic guys, a lot of experience, and they're just, just trying to get one more. And Jan Lammers, when he got back, he'd, he'd put my name in the hat, because he knew they were going to do a test at Porto Car and wow. look at a few drivers. So yeah. I, I get a call and say, okay, if you're interested, come to Porto Car and we'll, we'll, we'll run you in the car which is really nice of Jan. Um, but then uh, when I get there, Jan's like, okay, so if, if they're interested in you, they're going to put you with us in the car with Johnny Dumfries and, and me. Yeah. So it's in my interest <laughs> to make sure, you know, you know what you're doing. So, and he, he took me one side and he said, listen, it's not a Formula 3 car. You're, you're gonna, it's going to be a bit alien to you in the beginning. So I'd never driven a closed car. It's hot inside. Um, how much power would a Formula 3 car have? Uh, 165. And this had 700? 700 and something, yeah. And uh, full ground effect bodywork? Full, full ground effect, um, 900 kilos. Uh, As top opposed speed, to four, Formula 3 car, 455. 455. Four, yeah, 455. So twice the weight, five times the power? Yeah, it's, it's mad. And then on the straight, um, it would do about 205 on the straight, I remember, from, from memory. and um, But... Yen kept saying to me, look, it's going to weave about on the straight. Because you had a little more bodywork on it. A little more bodywork, yeah. And also, because of the straights, we, we, were with, we were with Dunlop and using, they were using radials for the whole year. But for Le Mans, they had to go back to cross because the radials couldn't go as fast as the car could go. Um, so we're on the oh, cross okay. And so it was, it was also moving around. Um, and he said, look, look, just pretend you're towing a caravan in a, in a crosswind. <laughs> Just, just, just let it do its thing. You, you, you know, be okay. And he really, really helped me so much. And uh, so, at the end of it, uh, they had a car in sprint spec with all the big wing and, and then the car in the low downforce. And they predominantly put me in the low downforce one, yeah. um, just to get acclimatised to it. And in the end, actually, the times I did were pretty good. It was pretty close to the regular drivers. So I think they straight away thought, oh, this is not not too bad. But then they thought, well, but he's a Formula Three driver, so maybe it's not going to be good for him for. You know, is he strong enough, fit enough? So they said, right, okay, we like we like it so far. We're going to put you in the car for an hour now and see what you can do. So, so I strapped myself in and everything. Da, 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 da. Set of tyres goes on, fuel nozzle off. See ya. So <laughs> I'm going round, and honestly, that car, there's no power steering. There's, no. Um, the brake pedal is so, so hard. Yeah. You know, and, and just... And ground effects and big downforce big downforce yeah so you know somewhere like a scene corner by the time you get there even in low downforce yeah. it's got I mean just so much downforce this yeah. thing and, and hot presumably down yeah hot and there's no you know the air that's coming in is warm it's a front radiator so yeah. you know it's really really hot but I knew what I had to do so I just kept going and kept going and kept going and kept going and I the last like three or four laps my head was falling off and I, I made it back to the pits and I thought that wasn't too bad. Times were pretty close throughout. And I got the door open. I thought, oh, blimey. I was thinking, goodness, that's over. And I went, what, what are you doing? I said, well, I, I did it. No, 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 no. You'd be doing double stints at the mall. So. Oh, shit. <laughs> put the 
nozzle back on and, oh, fill, and, fill, and it went again <laughs> and I, I said oh and I couldn't I wouldn't have even been able to stand up if I got out of the car you know and my head was just lolling about everywhere by this point I said oh no it's impossible so anyway I thought well I've got to do it so of course I did the second hour, obviously not as good as the first hour, but I was... They didn't have to get me out of the car, they just pulled the bung out of the block. I just drained out the bottom in the end. But it was good enough that... And I hadn't made any mistakes or anything like that. And with Jan and Johnny's help, you know, and everything they taught me was just absolutely spot on, which for a single-seater driver, you have to be very, very selfish and you don't share anything with anyone. So to to suddenly get thrown into this situation where you will never win a race if the three of you don't work together, it was really an eye-opener. And I had a lot of trust with with those guys and it turned out to be absolutely right. So I get a call, okay, come to Tom Walkinshaw's office in Kiddington um, next morning. So I'll go in his office, sit down with him, he's right, okay, well... You did a good job, and uh, oh, thank you, Mr. Walker. Job. Right, so um, we want to put you in the car for Lamar. Right, and I, I've been three times went on a Page and Moy coach trip with my dad. You know, yeah. <laughs> when I was a teenager. Yeah. But I, of course, I knew the race really well. And he said, "Right, so this is what we want, and this is what we'll pay you for wow. each event. So this much for Lamar, this much, and we can't put you in Lamar's first race. It's not, it's not going to work out. So we're going to send you to Jerez for the first." Racing the World Sports Car Championship. Uh, we're going to send you to Road Atlanta for the IMSA race, and then you're going to do a load of testing, and then you can do Le Mans. And this is what we pay you for all these different things. And I, I was like, oh, that sounds great. Oh, I love that. That's brilliant. So off we go. And um, just give us another one of your your favourite cars. Right. <clears throat> so number three. Be careful. So yeah, number three. I'm going to say. Number three, which is kind of going to spoil that story slightly because that's where we, I went after the Jaguar thing. But um, when Group C changed from 900 kilos and any engine you wanted on a fuel consumption formula, it went to Formula 1 engine, three yeah. and a half litre V10s, yeah. and it went down to 750 kilos. I know what you're going to say. Yeah. yeah. The TSO 10 yeah. was the first one I drove. Honestly, I the performance of that car was absolutely beyond anything I'd ever experienced in my life. So yeah. only 750 kilos, but they probably found another 10 or 20% more downforce from the ground effects since the previous year. Yeah. Um, 3.5 litre V10s, not, not much torque, um, razor sharp throttle response, also not that much horsepower, um, but it didn't matter because you, you were lighter and you had a lot of downforce. And honestly, <clears throat> you had to reappraise every corner you thought you knew. It was at least a gear higher when you got there. And it's an incredible performance. And I just remember, absolutely honestly, driving... If you drove 10 laps in that car, you, you've, you couldn't breathe anymore. Not, just because your lungs and everything were squashed in the, yeah. in the corners. And I'm sure the F1 guys are having the same problem now. But, so you really had to... to Train yourself to breathe, even though you didn't really need to at that point. Just keep breathing, keep breathing, keep breathing. Because when you get to the corner, you won't be able to. And you might be in the corner like two seconds, three seconds or whatever. And you can't breathe. So eventually, after about 10 laps during the practice sessions, you're completely out of breath. And there were occasions when I thought, shit, I'm going to have to stop. But you can't stop and say I'm out of breath. So you'd have to make up a reason for stopping, you know. And when you come in, like... (gasps) I'm oh, sorry, I've got a bit too much understeer. And then you make, a, make an adjustment to go back out. And obviously you work, I had to work really hard on the fitness. I put an exercise bike here in a sauna that I was working on that. And I was doing lots of things for my neck. And There's a story I can remember you telling me. Well, I may be mistaken in this. And if I am, we'll just cut it out. But did you actually 
do something like break a collarbone or something in testing one of those things just through effectively through bone fatigue yeah. not because you hit anything no what happened uh, I can right so um, TSO will know again the um, Toyota sent two cars to Eastern Creek in Australia yeah the, the, the track there fantastic track actually um, so we wanted to do um, extended endurance tests with one car and performance testing with the second one. So I got the short straw with a couple of other guys. It was Kenny Atchison and Hitoshi Ogawa, I think. And we were driving the endurance car. Yeah. Uh, we, couldn't, we weren't allowed for noise reasons to test all night. So it was 9 o'clock in the morning till 6 o'clock at night. Nine days straight. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was crazy. Um, you, this clip is on YouTube. And every time, last night, this talk I did last night, they played it on a big screen with the noise full on. And it's incredible. But you see this, this TSO one coming towards you, going through the gears. And you get to about 310 k's. That's what, 119 miles an hour, I guess. 119 a bit miles an hour. And then you arrive at the first corner, which is... Essentially, a 90-degree left-hand corner, but it's quite a large radius, and it's completely flat out. Yeah. So you hear this thing full-on, no lifting. It goes into the corner, and then in the middle of the corner, you hear, as it goes over the bump. And basically, it's, it's lifting up, and it's just moving over slightly because it lost grip, and then yeah. it's reattaching, bam, 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 through the corner. No lifting, no nothing. Well, if you do that for nine days straight, I can attest that on the morning of the ninth day, over the bump, you're going to break two ribs. Oh, which is what happened. So, but we'd been doing this for the whole week, and so Kenny Atchison, Itoshi Ogawa, it might have been, might have been Pierre Henri Raffinell as well, might have been because I think we might have had more drivers, but not one hundred percent sure. But this was not quite at the end of my first. We were doing double stints, so I kind of carried on. Did you know what you'd done? Yeah, oh yeah, I felt it crack and it was horrible. But I, I thought, well, I can't let the side down, and maybe it. It'll, it won't be too bad, you know, it's a stupid thing to say. So I actually came in and refueled the car again to do my second stint, so I didn't put more work on the other guys, and I, I couldn't do the second stint. It was hurting so badly, so I stopped, and I, and I, I radioed in, and I told him. So they stuck the next guy in, which is Hitoshi Ogawa. He went out, he did about 10 laps, went over the bump, and he broke two ribs as well. <laughs> so I remember the, the Toyota guys, the, the Japanese guys, were like, ah, they were very happy, ah, Car is stronger than driver. And they were really, really happy. <laughs> <laughs> you broke it, it hadn't. Yeah, because the car was bulletproof. It yeah. was absolutely fantastic. And what a great car. But that, I mean, that, that corner was amazing. You just, whoa, it, was, it was brilliant. Except that that was 29th of February, 1992. Right. So Sebring is usually around 20, 21. So I guess that was a Sunday, I think. 29th of February, you can check that out. So Sebring is on a Saturday, so it would have been 20th of March. So 20 days later. But you start testing at Sebring on the Monday. And you have broken ribs. And I got broken ribs. So you're talking 15 days from that moment on. So first thing you got to do is go back to, you got to fly back to Heathrow, because I wasn't going straight to Sebring. So on the flight back to Heathrow, when you're in the in the plane and you're somebody's you're going to pass somebody in the aisle yeah. in the toilet or whatever I would wait and when the guy was coming towards me I'd say like okay stop 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 now listen when you pass me don't you dare touch me okay <laughs> so <laughs> it's just weirdo you know and I just made sure that I guess honestly I mean I'm sure you've no, broken your ribs yeah, it hurts and yeah. sneezing yeah. the only way is to just shoot everything out so it's all snot on the wall so stop <laughs> blowing up your rib cage anyway so that was that and then I thought well 
the, the luck of the thing was, was I, I was driving for, um, for Tom's Toyota in the World Championship. Yeah. But I was driving for Dan Gurney's All-American all Racers in the US. So actually, they didn't need to know. So I thought, well, I'm not going to tell them. Because if I tell them I've broken my ribs, they're going to replace me. Because I was yeah. doing Sebring with two drivers, with Juan Fangio second. And it's the bumpiest track in the world. Yeah. That uh, Eagle car, so 900 kilos, probably 900 horsepower, four-cylinder, 2.1 litres, massive turbocharger, yeah. massive lag, monster springs because it's full ground effect, big, big wings. And, and so it was going to hurt for sure. Um, but I thought, if I tell him, that, that's the end of that. So I said nothing. I went to the doctor and he said, oh, no, it's going to take you, you know, five to seven weeks and you know, there's nothing we can do. So I managed to get a, some fairly good painkillers yeah. and not say anything to anyone. And actually, with the adrenaline flowing, because we were doing well in the race uh, all along, um, the adrenaline flow was okay. And the only time that I really felt it was hurting like crazy was when I was pulling the safety car any time. Because yeah. first of all, those cars are really stiff. Yeah. You know, they're, they're talking about two or 3,000 pound springs on these things to keep them off the ground for the, because of the downforce. Sure. And um, oh, even the bumps, oh, really? Oh, but the other thing, in the, behind a safety car, you can loosen the seatbelt and get your ribs away. I made a seat that was nowhere near my ribs. Yeah. Um, and we managed to do it. So, and then we won the race. So. Serves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey. It's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.